Welcome to the Wrestling Show, Graham, ladies and gentlemen. I am the Super Agent Durden. Today on the show, we're talking about Luna Vachon and the dark side of the ring. We're touching on SmackDown. We're touching on AEW. And anything else that comes to mind, joining me, and this is the man who once beat an albino for a heavyweight title, Drew Hunt. This is true. I did beat an albino. You did beat an albino. <laughs> who claimed to be Dusty Rhodes' cousin. Yeah, claimed to be a Rhodes of some sort. And we could never get that confirmed. Nope, never did. Never but, did. Yeah, you beat an albino. I did. I absolutely did. I've beaten up did. albinos, midgets. Midgets. You, you don't like the... the, the uh... The uh, different, you 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 beat up the different kinds of people, man. Exactly. Well, I don't discriminate when it comes to beating up no, different you really people. Don't. You really don't. You you beat up everybody. You're you're an equal opportunity ass kicker, I guess. <laughs> I was. I mean, have you, you never beat up a woman though in the ring? Did you? We never wrestled. Uh, I did in the backyard, but I guess never. Yeah. Enough. No, yeah, never, never, never had ring. to work. Yeah, never had to work that. Never had to work intergender. I'm not. Even, I was never a big fan of intergender. Yeah, I was. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no way to get. There's no way to come out looking good out of that for no, anybody. No, the only way, uh, the only ways I liked intergender was if it was like a manager and a valet. But like, right. And I'm gonna get a ton of heat for this, but fuck it. Just like you said, there's no good way to come out. I know it's big and out west in California, and I, I know friends that do intergender, and but I'm just not a fan. Like. It, like you say, like you're, you're beating up a woman. There's no real way to come out clean on that. You know, right. even if, you know, it's all choreographed and whatever, it's still, I just, I don't know. I just never, I was never a fan. No, I agree. Was I like agree a, with you was, though. I agree it was just that. like a gimmick thing, you know, where like, right. You know, they, you don't touch the woman and she just beats you up. Yeah. You know? Right. But in an actual competitive match. Nah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Never yeah. have been. All right, so we're, what'd you think of Luna? Did you know uh, everything? Did you learn stuff? Um, I, I think I, I may have small things I learned. I didn't know that Luna and Gangrel were married for as long as they were married. I thought yeah. their marriage was more recent, like in and by recent I mean like two thousand. Yeah, when, but, when they both in WWF. Together. Correct. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't realize they'd been married since like ninety. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh god. Um, other than that, no, I didn't really learn that much that I, I may not have already known. And that never, that fact never sours me when it comes to these kinds of things. No. Um, because if they're told in a, in a really good way or whatnot, then it's fun to learn that information again. Yeah. But I get a different perspective. On yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this, this was one of the. Uh, I'm not gonna say worse because that sounds like it was a bad episode. It was, and I don't think there was a. I don't think there is a bad episode where you just go, just go. This was poorly put together. This was, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was. It's definitely a lower tier episode to me in this thing. I, I re, I, I don't know if I was expecting more, or I just, I don't know. I just didn't care, and that right. bothers me. Yeah. That bothers me well, because I liked Luna Vachon when I was when I was younger. I liked Luna. I thought she was an incredible. She was scary as shit when I was a child. But um, as I grew grew older, like she was a tough broad, and I yeah. and I, I admired that. And um, the, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. This episode just kind of felt empty to me. Well, like, I think a lot of that was her friends were all dead. Like her best friend apparently was Sherry Martel. Well, yeah, she's not that's with us true. anymore. Yeah, 
So like a lot of those people are gone now and they really can't speak to like Luna's, you know, if people were like around her, more of her friends were still alive to talk, it may have been better. Right. But I thought everyone did a good job. Gangrel did well, Medusa did well. Uh dude, I hadn't thought about the Blackheart and the Blackhearts in years with Tom Nash and Gangrel. Right. Right. I, I vaguely remember hearing about them. Yeah. I never yeah. saw a work with them, never saw a match with them. Right. But I just remember hearing about them. Yeah. And so that was yeah. a deep recess that got pulled back up. Yeah, I haven't thought about them in years. Uh, I thought the two girls did well was uh, Penelope. And oh, yeah, Maxine. yeah, yeah. I thought they did well. Mm-hmm. They had decent stories. I thought they had yeah. they had really good interviews. They had, yeah. you know, they got Paul Vachon, which I didn't realize he was still I, alive. I didn't either. I, I thought I thought Butcher there. had been dead. I thought he died before Mad Dog did. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't uh, he was still around either. Yeah, I didn't realize Butcher was still around. But they got her son, which I guess they didn't have much of a relationship, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it, and you know what? That really showed in his interview. Yeah, it really showed. He he seemed a little distant and yeah. almost almost a going through the motions feel to yep. me. They're just like, I'll do it, but yeah. Right. I don't know what else to say. I'll do it. Especially when you're talking about her death, how he found out. He's like, I was going from a catering job to like from Connecticut to Wisconsin. I was on a plane and my grandmother called me. Yeah. He's just like, whatever. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Especially the the juxtaposition of that versus like Brian Pillman Jr. Right. And Brian Pillman that we got at the beginning of this season. Like it's a very stark contrast. Yep. Yep. And they they talk about Mula a little bit, and nobody liked Mula still. Still bad Mula. I, I mean, it's come it's kind of consistent. It's I mean, come on, people. I'm not, I'm not saying yes or no. Right. All I'm, I'm just. Is, I'm just. I think it was uh, Sweet Georgia Brown's son who said. I mean, a lot of people are saying the same thing. All of them can't yep. be lying. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. I know. Um, I know a few people that like her, but. The majority of people are like, mm. yeah, yeah. That's what I always say, man. When I hear rumors at work, I'm like, if one person tells me, I won't believe it. But when like three or four people tell me the exact same thing, there gotta be some truth somewhere in the deal, right? You know? So, but no, I thought it was good. Um, like I say, it's a decent story. You learn a little bit. I knew most of it. I didn't know how much she had mental health troubles, though. Yeah, I didn't know that. And and, and it I'm, seems to have played her from a very oh, yeah. early age. Probably since like, her, dude, her actual father's death. Yeah, because they're saying, like, Emory. She's been with Emory University since she was a kid getting, like, studied for her mental health, which is weird. But, yeah. No. Yeah. And I thought the story about her father's death could have been more explained because Vashon was just like, I heard a gunshot. I went back to sleep. I woke up. There was a knock on my door. It was the lady. It was the husband. It was the lady's husband. And then I married her and adopted Luna. Yeah. I was like, Wait, what? It was Wait, very what? odd. Back to that? Yeah. It like, was. It, we jumped very fast from her husband blew his brains out to I, I married her adopted the kid. and adopted the kid. Yeah, wait. there was like, I'm like, is there a time jump or did this happen in the matter of a week? Jesus Christ, like, wait, were y'all already fooling around? What happened here? Because uh, they made it sound like he heard the gunshot, then he, the lady knocked on the door, then they went to the courthouse and got married and were right. all within an hour. 
What? What? No. The, can we go back to that? Maybe that'll be next season. They'll do Butcher Bashan. <laughs> Shit. You just fill in that gap a bit. Yeah. Evan, can you guys do Butcher? Jesus Christ. Now I want to hear that story. <laughs> maybe maybe it's in the book. I got a history of Montreal wrestling that I haven't read yet. Maybe it's in there. Could be. I hope so. Could be. Now I got to buy Butcher Bashan's biography and read that shit. God damn it. <laughs> just because of well, this one gap. I don't know what happened. Well, first. Well, first, I got to find it in English, not French. I haven't been able well, to find it in English. Well, there's that, yes. Uh, I haven't been able to find it in English, but, you know, maybe, god damn it, now I got to buy a book, Sean's. God, look, I don't have enough books to read. <laughs> 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 oh, but that was a, a that was a dark side of the ring. Next week, we got XPW. This could be interesting. Is, I don't know much about it at all, so uh, truly a the, blank slate going in. Man, they did the clip. They did the trailer of the commercial for it. And my buddy Dave Marquez, my old buddy Dave Marquez, who <laughs> promotes Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, is on it. So that'll be fun. Me and Dave have always, you know, we're, we're colleagues. I'll put it that way. I, I like Dave. Now I'm a fan of Dave. I like Marquez. Yeah. He, he does good work out there. No, he does very good work in California. If you're out there, it's a, he also has United Wrestling Network, I believe is the name of it. Look that stuff up. But definitely Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Look that up. I don't think he's a part of that anymore. He owns it, but I don't think he does day to day. I think he pawned that off on other people. Uh, but no, seriously, he's a good promoter. He's been in business for years, former NWA president. He's a good guy. I like Dave. For those of you that know wrestling, you know I'm, I'm kind of trying not to get heat here. Uh, trying. <laughs> but nah, no, seriously, he's a good guy. Um, but that's our dark side of the ring. So other things to touch on. I watched parts of SmackDown. Mainly Paul Heyman and, and Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. And uh, watch a couple of the girls' matches. The, no, I, I fast-forwarded them. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to remember. <laughs> I, I tried to watch stuff, and I was like, I just don't care. It, but Heyman and Lesnar and Reigns are all good. They're doing that whole is Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman together deal, which is fun. And they're wrestling on Crown Jewel. That's which, right. They got the Saudi show coming up. Oh, sir, it's 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 this Thursday, Thursday at noon. Thursday at noon. And I don't su- I don't support their uh, their Saudi Arabia adventures for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. All I know is they don't support saying the name Saudi Arabia. Oh, Ma- Michael Cole got fined like twenty grand because he said the name of it on Thursday on SmackDown. He said in Saudi Arabia. It's like, oh, oh. shit. And don't remind out, us. Don't remind the people. Out, he got fined. They had to fine him. Uh, you, you can't say where it is. It, it's it's just it's crown jewel in some <laughs> mystical for, in, in place parts unknown, sir. In parts unknown. Crown jewel from parts unknown. That <laughs> takes like twenty five hours to get to parts unknown. Apparently, it takes a little bit. Yeah. Takes a while to get to Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown yeah. is a far, far away place. I've, but I'll tell to... you this: what they put out yeah. some athletes in Parts Unknown, though. They do, though, right? They put out some serious athletes. You know, I hear it's north of the Hundred Acre Woods and south of Dudleyville. <laughs> yes, it's just right, yeah. it's like right, right in the middle, right along the side there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, if you guys know where Dudleyville and the Hundred Acre Woods are, you'll be able to find Parts Unknown. Yep. It's somewhere right around there. It's not an exact yeah. location, obviously. They can't just nah. give that away, but it's in I that mean, area. It's in that area. Think it's of it like area. the Bermuda Triangle kind of situation, you know? Yeah. 
there are points yeah, around it, but you're not exactly sure where the rest of it is. Oh, but you'll know when you get there. You'll know it oh, when you're there. Oh, you'll know, Parson, then when you get there. You'll know it. Uh, you'll know it. But but yeah, they they have the crown jewel and they're going there and dude, that card is stacked. That's like a mania card. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Pull that thing up if you want to. We'll go All through right. the card real quick. Yep. Like they got a hell in a the cell. They got tag matches. They got all kinds of BS. Like it is a wild card for a show that not many people are going to watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus. All right. Here we go. Your card as is starting from the bottom. You have Mansoor yeah. versus Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. That's what I said. Uh, <laughs> you have Edge versus Seth Rollins telling a cell match. Yeah. Zelina yeah. Vega versus either Shayna Baszler or Dewdrop for the That's Queen's right. Crown the, Tourney Finals. They're doing, they're doing the finals in there. Yeah. You have Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal or Xavier Woods for the King of the Ring final. You have uh, Senior Goldbergo versus Bobby Lashley in a no-holds-barred match. Hopefully that'll be Goldberg's last match ever in the history of ever. God, I hope so. Uh, then you have a singles match for the WWE Championship, Big E versus Drew McIntyre. Um, then you have RK-Bro versus Styles and Omos for the Raw tag. And then Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's, and then Reigns versus Lesnar for the Universal. Well, it's not a bad show. It's not a bad show. It really isn't top to, top to bottom. It isn't. I swear, if you uh, get Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods, you get a solid match right there. Uh, that, that's that a, could, I'd love to see that. match. That could be a show stealer. Um, yeah, it's a yeah. really solid match. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, it's going to be on Crown Jewel because I'll never watch that show. Uh but you know, that's a great match. Like I said, it's a great card for a show nobody's going to watch. You know, looking at that, so so because what the the uh, what's it called brand switch or whatever the draft statuses take play like take hold this the Friday. next night, the next night yeah. on SmackDown. Right, this Friday. So this coming Friday, we know Becky Lynch's going to raw yeah so and bianca bell now bianca belair is on raw <laughs> yes now or will be on raw yes and then sasha stayed on smackdown yes so is it reasonable to believe that sasha will win that match um to get the belt off of becky as those two move over to raw yes. um and then I mean, obviously, I don't see Charlotte's thing on here, but who knows? Charlotte on Monday beforehand could lose. She's got to drop the belt to somebody. She might drop the belt uh, to somebody on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Um, Like, so Big E is on Raw. McIntyre's on SmackDown. Yeah. To me, if McIntyre wins that match and wins that title, Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns. Well, I think Lesnar's going to beat Roman Reigns anyway because Lesnar's a free agent. He can go to either show. Yeah. But we and all know they, Lesnar doesn't want to work SmackDown. Yeah. We all know that. He want, he likes working Mondays. So yeah. he would, I would say, if – I still think Reigns could win the match. I still absolutely think Reigns would, could win the match and it not be bad booking for him to win the match. 
Well, they could have Heyman fuck him over, and you know, yeah, and, agreed. Um, they could have Heyman fuck either one of them over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the way that's why I look at it, like if Big E retains, then I think Roman retains. Right. Um, but if McIntyre wins, I think Lesnar ends up winning too. Um, because McIntyre is going is on SmackDown, so the world title moves the WWE Championship moves to SmackDown then. Yeah. And. You know, Lesnar can take and Rain, yeah, and Lesnar will take the universal, universal back to Raw. Raw, and Reigns and McIntyre can go after the, the WWE. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And they can work; those two can work to Mania. Yeah, because they they're saying it's gonna be Lesnar and Roman at Mania anyway. So there you go. So I guess you know. So I guess Roman's winning the fucking Rumble then at that point. I get that's that's what they're setting up. Yeah. Roman will lose. I can see Roman losing at Crown Jewel, setting him up to win the Rumble and go to Mania against Lesnar. Yeah. Because I, apparently The Rock said no. So there you go. I guess The Rock said no. I, I can't. I'm too busy. So, speaking of Rock, yes. did, you, did you read the Vanity Fair article? No. He was Come on, week. dude. Did I read? What's wrong with you? Did That's I true. read? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it, <laughs> It's a reaction. I understand. But no, I did it not. Was an did you see he he had the Vanity Fair? Interview. I did not, actually. I did not see that he was uh, in Vanity he, This Fair. whole big thing on Vanity Fair, on The Rock. You guys should read it. I think it was free on his. If you go to his Instagram, there's a link. And this is a free link to the Vanity Fair. I don't know if it's still there. It was earlier in this week. But now he talks about all kinds of stuff. Uh, he at one point, he's like, I'm going to run for president. Then he's like, I'm not. And then he's like, I am. And he's like, I'm not. He talks about his bullshit with Vin Diesel, which I don't care about. Yes, it is. And, but not if you're, if you're a fan of The Rock or Dwayne Johnson, it's a good read for you guys. Find it, read it. You'll enjoy it. You know, it's he touches on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, no, no, he touches on uh, his dad's <laughs> biography with Scott Teal, which for those of you that don't know, apparently, and I didn't know this part of it, but apparently the whole thing's a lie. But the entire book, Rocky Johnson just made up, are like disputed. And then after he did it, he blamed it all on Scott Teal. For those of you who don't know, Scott Teal's an author of many, many wrestling historical books, biographies. Uh, Crowbar Press, go check out Crowbar Press. Amazing books. But yeah, apparently The Rock like read it and he was like, all oh, this is a fucking lie. <laughs> you know, he's like the whole thing. So the book Good got Lord. taken off shelves. I, I I paid an enormous amount of money for it on the secondary market. I, I have it. Nice. Uh, nice. I, I paid a lot of money for it. Uh, but yeah, apparently the whole book's a lie. Which, which wow. Fantastic. And and Rocky Soul Man was like, nah, the only the only responsibility I take is I didn't proofread it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, he had to get the like, information from somewhere. Like Scott just doesn't like I like I I'm a fair you know I I'm a fair reader of Scott Teal's stuff and I you know I peripherally know him. Like he doesn't really make shit up. Like right. he's, he doesn't just say oh, and Rocky Johnson won the WWE title in 1972. Oh, like he's got to get his source material from somewhere. He can't just say that shit. Uh, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, that that was wild. That was interesting. And then I found a podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. That 
Scott Seals on and actually talks about it. Oh, so I'm interesting. Listening to that. Yeah, I'm listening to that this week. But yeah. Yeah. So, so funny, slightly unrelated, but related yeah. rock thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like Young Rock came out, you know, that TV show. I don't even know if not, it got renewed or not, but. I think it did because it's The Rock. Um, so when it came out, you know, the whole premise is it's him running for president and then. Tell he, he tells his back, the flashes back to his backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife saw this and thinks it is some, uh, I don't want to use the word conspiracy, but I can't think of a better word for it. That oh, it's the rock, it's, it's, it's the brainwashing of America to vote for the rock <laughs> at some point. Like, it's his way of testing the waters if people would take it seriously. And I just lost it laughing. <laughs> like, That's, yeah. I was like, people have been asking The Rock to run for president for, like, 15, 20 years. Like, it's yeah. been a long time. So he was, even when he was wrestling, people wanted him to run for president. Yeah. Apparently, the big deal is, like, he has 600 million followers on Instagram. And everyone's like, because he has that many followers, those many people vote for him. No. No. I will never, unless The Rock becomes a mayor or governor first, right. I will never vote for The Rock. Yeah. In a political, like if The Rock said, I'm running for president tomorrow, I'm not voting for him. He has no experience. Yeah. Why, why the fuck would you? Yeah. We, now, if he becomes mayor or governor of California or Florida or Georgia, wherever. Get a little track record going there yeah. and see what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, large government. Yeah. Can you imagine The Rock knowing anything about international affairs besides I, just the basic knowledge that everyone has? Yeah, no. Besides the box office numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm big in China and I'm big in, you know, yeah. some other fucking country. I, some other like, like, I can't imagine he knows, like, deep, intimate things about international affairs or and shit like that. You know, I... Yeah, but I never would have guessed that Dennis Rodman would be the ambassador to North Korea at some point. I mean, I know he never was officially that title, but come on. The yeah. man's been there more than any other American oh, yeah. in history. I get that. I'm not saying The Rock's <laughs> an intelligent human being. No, he absolutely. Not, not I'm saying he's too busy to know those things. Yeah. Because, you know, if, you, if you're if one of his 600 million followers, you know, he, he works like fucking 20 hours a day. When would he have time? I mean, he owns like a gazillion companies when the fuck would he have time to read about that shit i i feel like uh if he did ever run we we would be we would all be forced to call him the rock obama because of the sketches on snl could be, could be. i feel like uh yeah i feel like that's I, that's a thing i don't know why anybody would want the stress of that job it's just it's, in general it's a fucking ego stroke that's all it i is. guess that's all it I is guess. that's the worst job in the world oh hell yeah <laughs> it, dude. It, it is it is the worst job no matter what you do you are not doing it right nope and on top of that <laughs> the pay cut he'd have to take is going to be insane right yeah no. the man makes 120 million dollars a movie exactly and- and you're gonna drop him down was it like four hundred thousand dollars a year or yeah, something? yeah something like that yeah yeah no, why? Why? Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. The guy can work. The guy can work two months a year and not have to work for the rest of his life. But he's gonna go be no. Yeah. So no. I don't think that's happening. But there no. it is. I'm not. Very, I'm not gonna say never. But I no. don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think he'll win if but, he win if he runs. But that's just but me. speaking of things that shouldn't have happened. Um, yes. 
we we finally got around to watching the Netflix Escape the Undertaker uh, special. I guess I don't fucking know the the movie the the the, 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 the mini sh- TV I guess movie. it's a short movie or something short film whatever it's it was, a, in, it was interactive. So. I I I I can't like sugar this thing fucking sucked. All right, I can't sugarcoat this thing. <laughs> it was um, pretty bad. It's so bad. It's like a bad. bad. It's like it's. <laughs> It's like if I'm there still was. I forgot the ending. I don't know what the ending was. <laughs> if there was, and, I, and I'm going to tell you this right now, uh, our loyal listener, uh, this is. I don't give a shit about spoilers for this thing. Okay, I'm just going to spoil the fuck out of it because I don't care. Um, you, you did wait, wait for our loyal listener. You did see where he said he liked it. Yeah, liked I, know, I know, I know, I know, and okay. we're going to have to okay. have a talk about that. But okay, um, this 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 thing is. It was atrociously bad. It was like it was like watching a bad, or going on like a bad theme park ride. Like if there was a low rate Disney yeah. somewhere, and this is what they came up with as like, hey, this is our neat attraction. It it, that's, it had that feel to it. It didn't feel like a a film. It felt like it, like a, like an old bad uh, like Sega CD game or something. Like it was yeah. just bad. Uh, it made no sense, and even in a, even in a fantasy world, it didn't make any sense. And there was, and it was like almost like there was no consequences to if you chose the wrong path or something. It was like, okay, we'll start over. And I'm like, no, 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 come up with uh, an ending and end this yeah. thing and make me start from the beginning. And like the end when I did it was they ended up in the front yard and just walked away. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait what? And that's and that's how it ended on like I assumed the good ending that I that I got on one of my runs through it. Oh, it you just, got the good ending. Yeah, it, it's dude. The thing made no sense. It was not even fun. It wasn't even then, like it wasn't even that like, interesting. And then we gave you like three seconds to make the choice. My brain didn't have time. It <laughs> didn't process it. What was, couldn't process what was happening for the like. You chose wrong. I didn't choose anything because I was trying to read the choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. there's a, a ton of it just doesn't make any sense. Um, it was, and and don't get me wrong, I was not expecting some sort of fucking Oscar-worthy movie here. I was, yeah. I knew what I was getting into. I just was, the fact that the guys were like, like, were kayfabed through the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it was like they were working the whole thing. Turned me off even more to it. You know. And if we're gonna do kayfabe, would the Undertaker really have that much technology in his house? <laughs> right. If we're gonna be kayfabe about this. Come on. Right. What about the Undertaker said, "I'm gonna have a bat cave in my <laughs> spooky mansion"? No. Nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I would never look at the Undertaker in ninety and go, "I bet that motherfucker has a Bruce Wayne bat cave in his house." Never. Oh man, it was just. Never would I expect that. It was just so bad. And then the fact that, like, like at one part, like, I guess whatever you pick, like, they go into, like, the bat cave layer. I don't know what to call this thing. The lab. Yeah, whatever it was. Undertaker's yeah. computers and stuff was. And, like, I did I did uh, Kofi. And he's in there, like, looking around. And Taker just walks through a hallway with a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait. You interrupted him at lunch? Wait, what? Oh, I forgot I had to come shoot this. Hold on a second. Yeah. 
and he just looks at Kofi. Then he looks down at his sandwich, picks up the piece of bread, looks at the meat, puts it down, puts the sandwich down, hits Kofi, picks the sandwich back up, and starts eating the sandwich. What? You're the Undertaker. Like, kill him. Be be scarier. Yeah, yeah. I I was I I don't even think kids would get entertained by this no. thing. I don't think so. I don't know who the target audience for it was. I, I really don't. I don't know the don't. target audience for WWE at this moment anyway. So. That's fair enough. It's, In general. God almighty, it was bad. It's bad. I cannot recommend watching it. I can't recommend watching it like because it's bad. Like, yeah. oh, it's so bad, you'll get a kick out of it and watch it. It's not entertaining. No. <laughs> like, at least be entertaining if you're going to be that bad. Why did they want the urn? I never got that part. Because they wanted to combine the power of the urn with the power of positivity. And I'm like, so are they trying to turn heel? Because they think if they get the power of the urn, they have power of positivity, then they want this more power. And yes. power hungry makes you heal. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It and shouldn't have been fucking made. And apparently Biggie uh, vomits uh, purple. <laughs> purple like, it's like you drank the, the it's like he he drank the shit like, that's in a glow biggie stick vomits, biggie vomits purple laser beams apparently i, Dude, like, it's, I would go to a doctor bad. about if, if i was doing that it's so bad god damn it was bad <laughs> it's only 30 minutes though and i wasn't god. but it felt like an, a, an eternity yeah it did the only cool thing was they they did paul bearer stuff and that was interesting. It was the way they found like his archival stuff to work yeah. for the story. I thought that was very yeah. clever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my God, my God, it didn't need to exist. No. None of that needed to exist. It. Yeah. It was. It wasn't good. It's like it's like WWE's. It was like a prototype for WWE theme park. <laughs> and here it is. God, I hope not. Or a prototype for the Hall of Fame that they they'll never build. This would be an exhibit in it. Yes, oh, so bad. Yeah, uh, that'd be a horrible exhibit because you'd be expecting the Undertaker, and it'd be some like actor playing the Undertaker. You're like, <laughs> you're not Undertaker. Uh, or you get one of those Disney an uh, animatronics. Animatronics. That'd be even scarier. <laughs> Fuck. Can you imagine an animatronic Undertaker with the kid? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Like a like a one of the, the mouse of Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. oh my god oh terrifying oh it would be it would be terrifying it would be terrifying uh speaking of terrifying did you watch Minoru Suzuki and daniel bryant yet um i didn't because my understanding was it wasn't on tv no no for some reason they put it on the buy-in show on youtube they instead put... of their major cable network of tnt that they have they put it on I... youtube yes like that's a marquee matchup. It was one of the best matches I've seen in years. Like people were buzzing the like crazy about the. Uh, it's a good match. You should find yeah. it. Like I'm telling well, you. Now you I know where. <laughs> yeah, go to YouTube. Because like I I I DVR everything. I'm like, okay, I'll just watch it on my DVR on my 70 inch TV. And they're like, and I'm looking, I'm looking, and I go see him Punk Matt Seidel. I don't care, but you know I watched it because I haven't seen Punk wrestle live yet. Because I'm lazy, and I watched that match, and I watched a Ruby Riot match, or Ruby Soho. I'm sorry, Ruby Soho. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm like, isn't there supposed to be a Daniel Bryant? And they're like, the main event, Chris Jericho versus whoever the fuck. Like, 
Where, where the fuck is Daniel Bryan and Menorah? The match I want to see. And then they're like, did you see it on the YouTube show? I'm like, the fuck you mean on YouTube? You got national cable. National cable, TNT. With millions of people can watch it. But no, we're going to put it on YouTube as our main event on our YouTube show. God damn. And while I'm speaking of, of, of the AEW, uh, can the announcers please, for the love of God, at least try to take this shit seriously? They're singing the fucking wrestlers' theme songs when they come out. Shivani and I think it was Ricky Stark, maybe, were singing Ruby Soho's fucking theme song. Dude, at least pretend this shit's serious. Please. Well, remember they're 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 doing the more serious sports side of it. Yeah. They're gonna do the more serious sports version of of wrestling, which they threw that out the window and oh, two not. months into the business, they were like, "No, nope, we're just gonna go straight up entertainment again, just like everybody else." But for the love of God, first off, they have too many commentators. I don't know how many. They have like twenty five commentators. I was gonna say they rotate people in all the fucking time too. They have no consistency on it either. I don't know, but could at least the two commentators of my childhood and Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone take it seriously? Excuse me. I apologize. I had a hiccup there. Jim Ross takes it seriously, uh, but Schiavone's just like, fuck it. I'm here for the money. Well, yeah. And you can tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can tell when him and Jim Ross are together, they don't give a fuck and they just talk and that's great. I love that. But Schiavone needs to take it just a little bit more seriously for me. I mean, I get he's having fun, and I'm not saying don't have fun, but brother, don't sing the wrestlers' theme songs. You know, come on, yeah. man, just, just just be the old Tony Schiavone, just just a little bit, just a bit, just a little bit more for me, man. Ah, damn, just and I don't get what Taz. I I don't know. I thought Big Show was supposed to be there somewhere. I fuck, like I said, I got like 25 announcers. I can't keep up. Yeah, but they all need to take it more seriously. Yeah. I'm just saying. And I give this YouTube and nobody really watches YouTube and like I had to go find it because I don't watch YouTube show. Yeah. But that's the AW. Yeah. Uh, look up Menorah and Daniel Bryant. We'll do. Skip the rest of the shit unless you just want to watch the girls. Nah. Ty Conti was there. If you like Ty Conti, I, I like her. I, I do I, I do enjoy the the slight controversy of the TBS title. And the design of it makes it look like it says uh, hose. Yes. <laughs> and it's yes, going it to be a women's title. That's and fabulous. it's just like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see that when we put that together. Oops. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> Oops. It happens. It happens, I guess. <sighs> I do wish they would put Ruby Soho. I almost said Riot again. I saw, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish they put Ruby Soho with Anna Jay and Ty Conti and do like a, a remake of the Riot Squad. Yeah. Because I think those two would be a lot better served with her than the Dark Order. Yeah. That's just me. What What do I know? I, Tony Khan's a better booker than me. He's Booker of the Year, sir. That's true. He, he's the reigning Booker of the Year. That's true. And I Instead bet he gets of, it again. Oh, I'm sure he will. Because he's he signed some people, so he's going to get it again. That that makes him a, a a promoter, not not a booker. Oh, not according to Mister Dave. Our friend, uh, Uncle Dave says differently. 
Uh, well, you know, what he says is gospel, apparently. I, well, it is to him and the young I mean, I mean, I'm just saying that there's a difference between a booker and a promoter. It's a significant and difference. A, apparently, that line's gotten crossed somewhere, and people well, think a booker promoter the same thing, and they're not. I think you could blame some of that there on Vince McMahon, who definitely crossed that line a few times. Yeah, if you not, can. still doing so. You can. But in real, real wrestling, that's sports entertainment, sir. And, and, and wrestling. And wrestling. And wrestling that I'm a part of. There's a booker. There's a promoter. Yes. There's a line. And usually <laughs> the promoter has final say, but the booker does everything. I, I've done both. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. There's a line. Um, but yeah, that's just me. The promoter is the money man. The booker's the man yes. that tries to make the make the promoter money. Yes. Now the promoter usually has final say over everything. Right. And it doesn't really deviate much from the booker. In no. Trust the booker. You hire a good booker, yeah. you trust the booker. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really deviate too much here and there. But I've done both. Trust me. They're, they're two different jobs, and they're, they're well-defined if you know what you're doing. Tony Khan, kind of, he's Tony Khan's a good promoter. He's a horrible booker. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll talk about that at another at another time. Yeah. Because uh, we're we're close to done, right? We we're up on our time limit here. Uh, I think we're close to time. So. Okay. It's just gonna have to be the way of it this time around. But. Uh, we got XPW Dark Side next week, on you know whatever other nonsense pops up on wrestling during the week. Yes, sir. That is correct. Uh, tweet us, Wrestling Agent D, Film Tattoo. If you want to talk, you want to, you want us to talk about something, we'll talk to you. Yeah, uh, by all means, please. Yeah. In the uh, meantime, I guess uh, try and do better, huh? Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony.